0: And I'm joined by Tyler.
1: How you doing, buddy? I am okay. Very tired. Mm. How about you? Uh, tired
0: in a different sense. Uh, tired of the things going on in the world. Tired of uh, the happenings in in the United States of America and beyond. Things just happening. It's all. It's there's a whole lot, and I I don't have the time to unpack this. There's a tweet, yeah. Tyler. There. People. Yeah. Disrespecting Biggie. Oh no. Attributing like that. Attributing a lyric that was reused by Hamilton to Hamilton rather than the original. I swear. Sometimes people just. Take a fandom too far, and start attributing Agreed. things to it that don't belong to it—that it borrowed from other things.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that shit's stupid. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world, and you know, I—I uh, I do my best to just ignore it. Hmm.
0: Well, huh. That. I mm, okay. <laughs> I guess that's a
1: way to live. Uh, it is. As I. Uh, mm, you know, I'm just gonna become a hermit as I get older. Just can't deal with it anymore. You know. Well,
0: okay. Uh. Yeah, sure. There's not. There's nowhere you're gonna be able to hide from some of this shit that's going on, though. No, there's not. <laughs> I mean, you might be able to I'm avoid that, that fucking huge virus that's going going through uh, China right now. I mean, it's. Oh, well, that's it's,
1: awesome.
0: You, you hear about that shit?
1: I I have not heard about that. uh, A virus is in a technological thing or a sickness? No, like a sickness thing. I mean, it's it's related
0: to the common cold, but it's apparently like killed 17 people in China. And the first diagnosed case came up in America over in Washington state. But yeah, apparently it's a really bad cold virus. Yeah apparently not dangerous to most people but you know people who are vulnerable to illness already could suffer the effects of that yeah
1: not cool man yeah and then global warming yeah you're not gonna be able to hide from that tyler no that's one that's that's one i uh that makes me sad
0: so pretty soon, you know, every everywhere is going to catch fire, not just Australia and California. There's going to be fire yeah. everywhere,
1: even in Antarctica, probably just catching on fire. Mm. Yeah, humans just aren't, aren't very good creatures to this planet. Mm. But, you know, I don't I don't know if global warming exists. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just being one of those people. Uh, like the earth. The earth's flat. You, did you know that?
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, Kyrie. <laughs> uh, uh, boy. All you motherfuckers out there, go out and vote. Fucking vote. Do the Damn. thing you... Do the minimum thing that you can do. It it doesn't take much effort. Just register and fucking go out when it's the time to vote, and you know, hopefully you understand which people are on which side of the issues. I mean, the the research isn't that hard. Uh, no,
1: but yeah, my uh my new voting place is literally right across the street from me. So that's nice. Really? Yeah, I can literally just walk there. Awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Just just do that, do the thing. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, there are other smaller things you can do, uh, the impacts of which I, I'm gonna say, the individual effort of driving less, eating less meat, and that kind of stuff, pales in comparison to I don't know, global military operations you know, flying those jets to transport a bunch of shit to places right. that we don't necessarily need All right, I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: Because this is a podcast about video games. Yeah. Well, no matter how you slice it, everything's awful. Everything mmm <sighs> mm. almost. Yeah, almost. I guess so. You can you can spin almost everything in some way. Yeah. Anyways, video games. Tyler, there has not been more than fucking. (laughs) How. Hmm. There
0: hasn't been snow where we live. No. Like, there's been a day where snow was on the ground, but by the time that day is over, the snow has melted.
1: Yeah, and what was fucked up is the day it was supposed to snow. We it said three to five inches. I'm like, all right, cool, I'm down for that, and uh, that didn't really happen. Nope. <laughs> maybe got an inch. Maybe. Yeah. I'm hearing maybe this weekend. Maybe this maybe. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been fucking cold enough to to snow. Uh, it I'm... has been nice and chilly.
0: Yeah, I get. Uh, yeah, it has been a little bit, but it's still been warmer than usual. Usually, it's fucking frigid as hell.
1: It hasn't been that yeah. cold this year. Yeah, so far. Uh, I, I, you know, speaking of cold, you know, watching some of that football on Sunday, mm. and fucking Kansas City felt like six degrees. All oh. these people sitting out in the fucking cold to watch some football, man. I, I, that's hardcore. I couldn't do that shit. Yeah. No way. Six degrees. I'm staying home. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Crazy yeah, stuff. I guess
0: speaking of football, we have the Super Bowl lined up. It's going to be do. an interesting really? one. Yeah. Will, will Andy Reid finally do it?
1: <laughs> you know, fuck it. I hope so. Hmm. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. I want to see Andy Reid win, win one at least. Yeah.
0: Other than you know that franchise being deeply rooted in racism, I, I don't know. Sure. I. The, it turns out when you dig deep enough, everything is awful, Tyler. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an awful time playing video games though. No. Although I I guess you could qualify our time with Neo as a little bit dreadful. <laughs> Maybe, but it ended on a high note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We spent God, pretty we spent much what, the entire time we played last week facing that yeah. one boss. Yeah. To be honest though, we were close to beating it a number of times and just luck oh, didn't absolutely. go our way.
1: Absolutely. There was that one time when you literally probably needed one or two more hits and it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, There were several times where you got really close and decided to put some lightning on your sword to do some more damage. And he's just like, you know what? How about a ball to the face? Yeah, it Um,
0: turns out those animations time out just so much where, hmm,
1: yeah, yeah, I got fucked. Yeah, so some of the animations in that game can just be a little frustrating of like... You get stunned or something. You just, or um, you run out of stamina and you literally just like can't move and it feels like forever. And then he just does the perfect attack to to hit you. It's like, ah, come on. But yeah, I mean, we um got got put some lightning on our sword and that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I like so. You fought him and then got close and died, and then you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna beat this motherfucker, and then you, then you know, you, true to your word, you got him.
0: Yeah, it, I got in a rhythm with uh, the evade recovery thing where it was like I, I was like on the attack forever. <laughs> it felt like it felt like I was just on an onslaught.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good with that lightning, because once you build that up enough, you know, he's a lot slower, and it's just a lot easier to to dodge, and then get a lot more attacks in, and, Mm -hmm. yeah. Also finding
0: that way to cheese it to stay, like, just ahead of his knee, so he doesn't do that fucking sweeping attack.
1: Right. Yeah. That felt good. Yeah, Yeah, it was good. I, um... I think I only got close like once, but I was proud of my progress at least because I felt like I got more in a rhythm and I got way better at that game. Um, And I was consistently getting to the second half, which I was more proud of myself for. So we'll see moving forward, you know? Uh, I just, I like how that game feels. It's just, it feels very good to play. Yeah. Um, But I do think, yeah, we should probably... uh, focus in our our build a little bit more to go like OP with something. Um,
0: I I really like that lightning.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like the lightning. I like the uh, living weapon is really cool. So yeah, I wouldn't mind focusing a little more on that. Yeah. (sighs) But yeah, now now uh, now there's more menus. Yes, a lot more menus. We unlocked the blacksmith. And that is a whole thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gosh, I feel like uh, the next time we play that game, we're going to just be in fucking menus for 30 minutes before we even do anything. But, I mean, that game, that's a deep game. I uh, i really thought we would. I'd be uh, available to do the podcast in person tonight and play more Neo, but I was literally supposed to leave my meeting at 3, and then I'm a two-hour drive away, and i didn't get out till five so fuck that that sucked yeah so yeah then yeah just coming in hot but anyways neo's good neo is good you play anything else good yeah I played you know I played another chunk of the outer worlds did some more side quest and and on companion quest and some more story stuff uh, nothing really to say there just discovering how huge monarch is a lot bigger than I thought because um, I'm now exploring the more wide open area and yeah uh, killed a uh, what's what is it a Monosaur is that it? Oh gosh! I'm. Tr- they're these weird lizard dinosaur looking fucking things, and I killed their queen, which was pretty intense. So that was fun. But other than that, nothing too much to say about the outer worlds. Going to keep trucking along with that. The other thing I did play though is I started Manamadan, Dark Pictures Anthology, from Supermassive Games, um, who made Until Dawn. Um, so I'm actually playing this with my wife, and it's pretty fucking fun to play with another person uh, on the couch. Just because they literally were playing in what they call movie mode. Ooh. So she chose. There's five characters, so you could play this movie mode with up to five people, which is pretty cool. Um, so she chose two characters and I chose the other three. And then there's specific sections where you're playing this character or that character. So you pass the controller and then you make those decisions for, for that character. And during all the dialogue sequences and it's, it actually works out really, really well. And I think it's such a smart way to do a game like this. Um, and I almost can't believe no one has really done this before. Um, cuz it's it's just so cool and these games are they're they're fun multiplayer games that you know maybe aren't meant to be multiplayer but you know they're fun to play with another person so yes yeah, it's just a really cool addition and um so yeah, so far though, Manamadan is good. It's not as good as Until Dawn. Um, the characters are are cool, uh, but not uh, necessarily like grabbing me like Until Dawn. I, I don't hate them, but I don't feel invested in them, uh, at least right now. And. Uh, the game it does look good, but definitely you can tell. Until Dawn had a much bigger, bigger budget behind it, being published by Sony. The animations were a little bit better, and and all that. Um, but hey, this still looks pretty, pretty good for what it needs to do, and. Um, the story is interesting so far. I mean, there's some really just corny, dumb dialogue, but I feel like that's kind of these games and in, in what they're trying to go for with there's, you know, there's certain kind of stereotypes, typical sort of character motivations that are happening, but I'm I'm interested to see where it goes because to be honest with you, it's not going where i thought it was going to so far which i guess is a good thing um and yeah i mean other than that it's a it's a cool game i'm looking forward to playing more of it it's fairly short though um i think we're over a third so far and we probably only played a little over an hour um so so yeah i mean i think this game's going to be a pretty quick uh, turnaround but I, i like it for sure. Hmm. All Curious right. to see what, you know, cause this is supposed to be like a five game series. Everyone's a different story. So for one, I hope they keep this whole movie night thing. But then two, there there's kind of a, a storyteller guy, which if you played Until Dawn, a uh, narrator, <laughs> I guess is the word for that.
0: Yeah, um, that 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 is a <laughs> word.
1: That yeah. And mm-hmm. just clicked with me after I said that. I'm like that's fucking stupid. But there's kind of like a narrator. So you play a certain chunk of the game, and then you the, you this guy kind of shows up and says a bunch of shit. And um, Until Dawn kind of had that. So I wonder if this, uh, but it's not the same exact. Character, So I wonder if they're going to keep this guy's like a central sort of narrator that, you know, one way to uh, connect all all these stories that that can be pretty cool. Um, but I will say the, the one knock I have so far with with this game. Is it sometimes it's just not super clear what you're supposed to do. And like you start off on a little boat and, you know, they want you to go do a couple things on it, but it's just like, where exactly am I going? And then the camera angles, they're kind of like fixed camera angles. Um, And it's one of those things where, you know, the camera angle is maybe behind your character. So you're pushing the stick forward and then the camera angle shifts once you walk into the next room to be in front of your character and then you're pressing forward on a stick and then your character turns around, and starts going backwards. And it's like, ah, this is, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a big fan of stuff like that, but, but, um, it is very cinematic though when it does work out, like especially the beginning of the game, you're kind of going through a lot of these corridors, some creepy noises are happening, everything. It's like, okay, this is cool. So it's kind of hit or miss for me. On that, but sometimes the game is just not clear at all on what exactly you're supposed to do or interact with. And but yeah, otherwise it's it's cool. I'm looking forward to playing more. Mm. All so, righty. Uh, and then I the only other thing I did is I finished that Pokemon Sword. Ooh, so, that was fun. I enjoyed that ending. Cool. And then I fought. Some people you're probably gonna know, mm-hmm. uh going to know who I'm talking about. What some do you, people with some stupid fucking hair dudes. <laughs> God. I love their names. Oh, their names are hilariously awful. And their hair is just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. No one would ever do their hair like this, but hey man. Pokemon. No, 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 no. Who you know who would do their hair like that? Royalty yeah (laughs) okay i can see it so yeah that game's cool there's a lot more i want to want to do in that game awesome uh all right well I have quite a few
0: games on this list of games that I played this week, so I'm going to go over a couple of them pretty quickly here. Apex Legends, still playing that, doing the Grand Soiree event. I am on track to unlock all of the Grand Soiree items. I will, however, say that they've been fucking up, and my weekly challenges haven't been popping up for the past two weeks, so it's making it increasingly difficult to complete my battle pass by the time that thing is going to expire, which seems
1: really shitty. So they just haven't popped up at all? Like, even like last week's hasn't right. shown up yet? Uh-huh, yeah. Wow.
0: Ow. And now, the way the menu reads, it is projecting challenges to unlock beyond the end date of the season. So, nice. yeah. That's that's a whole thing. That doesn't... Do you get... Daily challenges? Do they show up? Yeah, my daily challenges are showing up, but those weeklies, every week there are three weekly challenges that fucking give you a battle pass level, plus a shit seven other weekly challenges that give you bonus fucking uh, challenge points.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it it feels really shitty and really slimy, and I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure that it's on purpose, but they certainly don't seem to be prioritizing that fix when you see them tweeting out about, oh, yeah, look at this eSports event you can fucking sign up for to watch or to participate in. I'm like, fuck eSports, fucking fix this shit for us, the people putting your game out there. Yeah.
1: People who spent money on your battle pass. Fuckers. Do you think they're they are there for you, just not showing up?
0: I don't know. Or, like because yeah. they they said they were doing a fix for the uh array challenges and said that your progress would be retroactively uh granted. But I'm not sure if that like that was a general thing that they were saying for the weekly challenges that aren't popping up either. Or if it was just for the event stuff, they haven't really been clear on their messaging for that. But it's really mm. pissing me off, cause I've been playing that game a lot, trying to catch up on the battle pass, and I'm to the point where if they just unlock those weekly challenges for me, I could, I could do it, I could fucking do it. But yeah,
1: yeah, it sucks.
0: Mm. Pissing me off. I am on track, however, to complete the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battle Pass. Uh, been playing that a little bit every day. And yeah, it's it's Call of Duty. I don't need to say more about it. It's a fantastic fucking game. Yeah. How many levels is that one, though? A hundred. And the Apex you, one okay. is 110. Oh, okay. Uh, also been
1: playing... Oh, you got some. I was just gonna say, really quick. Speaking of battle passes, a lot coming out about Doom Eternal, which makes me happy, but also sad because I want to play that game. But uh, did you watch any of the giant bomb stuff? Oh yeah, my my I had a meltdown when I saw the fucking battle pass. Oh my god. Like they haven't officially announced that there's a battle pass, but there's gotta be a fucking battle pass in that game. Have with, you, with you the, see that thing with the way that looked? Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh come on, man! I'm telling you,
0: <laughs>
1: I'm feeling yeah, like maybe, maybe you were right. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm feeling like uh, that game that game is gonna be one of those.
1: And I don't yeah. want it to be one of those, but shit, I'll play it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. The game does look good. My only thing, watching the giant bomb stuff and then reading some other things, is I, I just, I hope they didn't overstuff this game in a way. Yeah, it seems
0: like there's a lot. Oh yeah, it seems like a some big of game. it
1: seems good. Some of it, uh, you know, I'm not. We'll the we'll see. Fortress we'll see. of Doom yeah though i love that in the the fucking guitars just hanging in your office like
0: cool (laughs) i i knew you'd love those guitars yeah oh that made me horny well hmm. yeah i know you're not you're not in the market for it anymore but what if they sold doom guitars (laughs) maybe maybe
1: (laughs) Uh, they looked pretty sick though yeah it, it You know, in a way, I'm kind of uh, surprised there's not a $1,000 special edition that comes with the guitar, <laughs> uh, with a custom-made Doom guitar from the game, but there's you know, still time. of the special editions where you don't get the game. Oh, God. <laughs> that's happened a couple times recently. Oh, God. Didn't
0: Bethesda even do one of those?
1: I yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. It was for a Wolfenstein, I think oh god <laughs> yeah <Wow>. huh <laughs> weird <laughs> huh? Hmm.
0: anyways I've been playing yeah. other things that aren't doom like judgment I am two thirds of the way through that story and I'm finding that I really like the side stuff a lot and it's stopping me from completing the story <laughs> even though mm. it shouldn't because I can go back to that stuff but I get distracted by it anyway Turns out they made a pretty good uh, pretty good game. There are a lot of cool people to meet. And I want to go down those story paths, too. Yeah. I met a guy who was a reference to the Yakuza games. Uh, so in the Yakuza games, there's this character called Mr. Try-and-Hit-Me. And then you, as Kiryu, would uh, train under them. And become the next Mr. Try and Hit Me. And then this guy, who's in Judgment, is basically basically references that they were trained by the previous Mr. Try and Hit Me. Where all these people would be would take money from people on the street as a bet that they could hit them with a, within a certain amount of time. And yeah, I, I just like that little reference to uh, the Yakuza games. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool.
0: It turns out there's an easy way to cheese that, though. You get really drunk, and then there's a heat action where you don't really need any prompt, and you can hit them real easy. Oh. You just press triangle (laughs) while you're really drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. But yeah, that game's really good. Looking forward to beating that eventually. I don't know if I should even put a time constraint on myself for that because I'm I'm really enjoying it the pace I'm taking it. Uh other games, I guess I can go over Elite Dangerous. I've talked about Elite Dangerous on this podcast before. I fell off of it, now I'm back on it, just grinding some things, trying to get a bigger ship to haul more cargo. I'm in that loop. It's my space trucking game. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also started, Children of Morta. So now, what is this game? Hmm. That's a good question. It's a <laughs> rogue-like game, uh, where you play as members of this family, trying to stop. An evil, a recurring evil from destroying the world. It plays a little bit like Diablo. Okay. Uh, it has a pixel art style. The artwork is pretty neat. Uh, I haven't gotten past the first world yet. I've only put about like two or three hours in this game. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty neat. It plays like Diablo. You spend like... You spend gold on like certain upgrades that go across all the family members, and then each family member levels up and has its own skill tree. Uh, each run you can run into items that you pick up. Of uh, that, in that. Uh, Change the way that run goes, say sort of like a Enter the Gungeon or a Binding of Isaac kind of style of item that just to enhance the way you can play the game for that for that run. But yeah, I, I I'm enjoying it. It had cool. it has a nice style to it. Did uh, this
1: just come out, or
0: this came out last year? Last I want to say September, maybe. Okay. Uh, I okay. should probably just look that up because that that's a thing that you can just look up. True. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it sounds neat. Uh, yeah, September 3rd last year it came out. Uh, it is out on PlayStation 4. I am playing it through Xbox Game Pass. But yeah, it's, it's a really good game. It's a good cool. one of those roguelites. Roguelikes, I don't... You know what, I'm not even going to do the effort to uh, distinguish those two, because it it doesn't... Genres are stupid. <laughs> I'll just put it at that. I hate... Yeah. Uh, I've also played a game, not on PS4 yet, but it's in early access on PC and slated to release on PS4, I think, this year. Temtem. Have you heard of Temtem, Tyler? I literally just heard of Temtem. What the fuck is this? So do you know Pokemon? Of course you know Pokemon. Yeah. They made a Pokemon game.
1: Okay.
0: And you know how you said Pokemon Sword and Shield's too easy? Yeah. Well, this game's not too easy. It's kind of more, at least from the hour and a half or so I've played it, it feels more like an old school Pokemon and it very mu- the writing very much it indicates uh, it's geared more towards an adult audience. Uh, I think the, f- the funniest thing this game does, and I guess a minor spoiler, so you know how in Pokemon, you get your first Pokemon, and then you fight your rival, and you beat them, right? Right. Well, in this game, it flips it on its head. You get your ass kicked by your rival. Because they have a super rare Temtem.
1: Okay, so Temtem are the creatures? Yes. And you
0: capture them in Temtem cards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it it is straight up just a fucking Pokemon clone type game. But So are you going for badges? Uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, apparently, right. my current objective is to go to this Temtem Academy. Okay. So, I'm not sure where the story goes from there, but yeah, you're just like, you run out in the wild, You in the tall grass, you encounter wild Temtem that you can capture. You, there are trainers on the routes that if they see you, you do a battle. Uh, the battles default to doubles in this, so that I guess that's a difference, uh,
1: but yeah, yeah. it. I'm I'm watching gameplay right now, and yeah, <laughs> it this is pretty is straight, up straight up a Pokemon, Pokemon. game, Holy but it, it's crap. pretty cool.
0: I I they've done it well. It's not like it's a it's a lazy clone of Pokemon, like yeah. they've. They've made the game work for the most part. The problem is they didn't expect so many people to latch on it. It's an online game. You see other people running around in the world. I'm not sure what the extent of the multiplayer is, but yeah. It's... it's right. It's interesting. So, so is it free to play? No. Currently or, it's $35 to get in on Steam. Okay. Uh, they say that the price will go up as they develop more of the game, so if you get in early, you get in cheaper. Gotcha. Uh,
1: but yeah, yeah I this straight up looks like Pokemon, but honestly, it does look pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'll be tracking that as it uh as it develops. Yeah, Temtem. <laughs> Keep your Alrighty. eye on it uh that pretty much does it for video games that i've been playing uh yeah can't think of much else well it's a good time to play some games it is because well i guess i'll get to it this first game's getting delayed still i know you're excited about
1: you played dying light i did yeah were you excited about dying light too yes to a degree so i played dying light um not long after it came out i liked it but something about it um i just couldn't get back to it uh and i just kind of stopped playing it and, and never finished it but it was a cool game and and it was doing some cool things especially being first person and um in some of its combat, the whole thing about daytime nighttime is interesting. So dying light two does excite me in, especially if they can, um, Really bring their whole vision to life, and you know, of making choices that truly impact the world. And um, if you do this, you won't see this content, and um, just kind of shaping your own story. Like if that, if they can nail that, I think Dying Light 2 can honestly be a very good game. But yeah, delayed.
0: Yeah, uh, not even a a date put on it. They said they'll put out a date when they have when they. When they're more sure of what they what when they can put it out. Does so you think it's out this year?
1: Uh I think it is out this year. I think it's out in October. October? Yeah, I think that could be a good time. I you know, Dying Light did do well. I just wonder if it'll do well enough in a busy holiday time. Um you know i i can I, I do i think it'll be out this year but i at the same time i can totally see them pushing this to early 2021 mm. and i think everybody saying that this is going to be a PlayStation 5 game like okay maybe they have have a port or something that they're working on to make it run more native in that hardware but i think it's this is a PS4 game and it's you know you should be able to put this in your fucking PS five. No problem, but mm, yeah.
0: Whatever. I guess we'll learn more about those details pretty soon, I guess. I Hopefully. Mean, well the rumors you see
1: all the rumors. Yeah, rumor
0: <laughs> is here in February it's it's gonna it's gonna pop off. I don't believe yeah, all the things is. that were in that leak in that supposed leak or rumor or no. whatever is going around because a lot of that shit is pretty bizarre and
1: I don't, I don't believe it. But, yeah. Uh, so basically the the rumors coming from a four Chan post where someone said basically all this stuff. And basically they said that Sony's new slogan for the PS five is going to be it's time to play. And then PlayStation Europe changed uh, their Twitter or was it PlayStation UK? Uh, uh,
0: either one. It was Europe, yeah.
1: Yeah, they changed in their Twitter bio. They said, um, you know, it's time to play. So everybody's thinking that this is real. They said February 5th would be their reveal, which, man, that's coming up really soon. Um, and then, but I don't believe all that that's in there, too, of like, uh, at noon. A sci-fi IP from Naughty Dog in Horizon Two, in a new uh, Final Fantasy 16, and it's like no, no, nope, not happening. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah,
0: but yeah, we, that's not the only delay. However, uh, we do have another delay. Iron Man VR delayed to May. So I guess Marvel is getting a game out in May. Right. Do you think this is the best-selling VR game in May? Yeah. Probably. I hmm. can see that. Okay. Um,
1: oh. Oh. uh uh-huh. Oh, I see where you're going. Uh-huh. I see where you're going. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yes, I. I. I'll make that bet. Okay. Do we want make
0: hmm, Do we want to make this another Eastern Palace bet, or do we want to go Do we want to do something else You want to oh, You want to where,
1: make this a wasabi where, yeah. bet All right. Let's do wasabi. Okay. All right. I will bet you that this is the best selling game. Best selling VR game. May, but yeah, best selling VR game of May Twenty. 20?
0: No, of May, tw- not May 15th, 2020, <laughs> motherfucker. I see what All you're
1: right. trying to do there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, May, May 2020. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, let's do it. All right, cool. <laughs> I think this is the exact time slot that Marvel's Avengers was going to come out from Crystal Dynamics. So yeah. Interesting. I don't know how this will do. I, mean, I really don't. Yeah and I really feel that this will be a fucking awesome VR game or it will not like I don't I feel like there's not going to be a lot of in between on this one it could be another Superman 64 that's all I'm saying maybe I don't know but it's it's interesting and yeah the delays keep on coming yes they do Uh, Moving from
0: delays to announcements, uh, Ninja Theory decided that they were going to start doing things. Well, they were going to start showing us what they're doing. Uh, They are doing a series of videos called the Dreadnought Diaries, where they're just going to talk about the projects going on in Ninja Theory. Uh, talking about Hellblade 2 and other projects this other thing called Project Mara which they are saying is let's see here a real world and grounded representation of true mental terror so that I guess that's a thing horror games coming from Ninja
1: Theory I guess they could pull it off If they do anything audio design wise, like they did for Hellblade, yeah, I I think so. Yeah, um,
0: I guess the only caveat I'll put to this is that in doing this, I know they've they've tried to explore themes of mental illness and stuff like that. And yes, it's great that they're trying. I just feel like making a horror game and turning it up to eleven exaggerates the symptoms of mental illness a little bit i i've been seeing a lot of criticisms of that and i i can i can see where that's coming from and yes when you exaggerate it to that effect it it gives a public perception that mental illness is this big scary thing when there are more subtle things about it that yeah i guess wouldn't necessarily be the subtleties wouldn't be explored in something where you're fucking blasting it out in a in a horror game. So so I understand those criticisms. I'm still interested in seeing what they do with this. Uh, but yeah. I just thought I'd put that out there that yes, those criticisms ex- exist and they are valid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I can I can see that. Hopefully they um they handle this with care, say that mm-hmm. We'll see,
0: but yeah, I guess this I guess we'll be seeing more about what Ninja theory is doing. they they're they're going this route where they're controlling the narrative and not necessarily relying on events to show off their projects, yeah, a trend that <laughs> I think <laughs> we'll see, you know just I mean, it's been happening developers, publishers have been controlling the narrative of how they reveal things outside of events. E3 is dead. And that's, what, that's what I want to say. E3 is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly died. Uh, I mean, sure, sure there, there, there will be reveals at E3, but E3 is not the sole source of these kinds of no. things, and it hasn't been for a while. Uh, yeah. so yeah I I think we'll be seeing a lot more of things like this especially Ninja Theory not necessarily the biggest developer now they do have the backing of Microsoft now but still as a studio themselves they don't they don't necessarily have the manpower that a lot of other developers do mm-hmm. yeah but yeah Interested to see the other projects. Uh, A game that is controlling its narrative outside of events as well by the nature of being a live game. Apex Legends is having a live stream conveniently on the day that we would normally be recording this. But, of course, this week, the week that our schedule gets disrupted, they are streaming on Thursday. And we'll get a look at Season 4, so... I guess we don't have much to say about that now. I'm excited to see what Season 4 brings. That said, I'm kind of skeptical about buying that battle pass until they fix the fucking Season 3 battle pass.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: (laughs) I don't blame you. But yeah, I guess we'll have more to say about this next week when we've seen what is coming in Season 4. Yeah, think we get a new map? I'm not sure we get a new map. I don't know... Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll probably get new uh, a new legend and maybe a teaser at another one. I'm not sure we'll get a new map. I can yeah. foresee maybe a return to King's Canyon and maybe a change to the King's Canyon map.
1: Yeah, I feel like that makes a lot more sense than something totally new.
0: Or maybe, maybe, yeah. they, maybe they do a thing where, like every week the map changes like it changes back and
1: forth each week yeah maybe I think that would be very neat as well Uh, coming up on the one year anniversary of Apex which is crazy yeah the game that just launched out of the blue yeah god that was so fucking cool (laughs) yeah right on looking forward to it alrighty Uh, I did throw in one other story quick let me pop um, in there oh okay go ahead and take it away Tyler yeah Splinter Cell's creative director returns to Ubisoft um the creative director for the last two Splinter Cell games returned to Ubisoft after leaving the company in 2019 uh uh, Maxime Blonde um is, is joining their newly restructured and expanded editorial team to oversee creative decisions on all games. So he is back in the company, hopefully leading them in a much better direction than where they've been heading. So uh, I don't necessarily think this means a new Splinter Cell is in development, and he's not going to be a... Creative director on a video game. So, I, you know, everyone's saying a fucking Splinter Cell is happening. Like, let's slow down. I mean, it could totally happen, but not for a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I think this, this could be a good thing because he's done some good stuff in the past with Rainbow Six Vegas and some Far Cry games. But uh, Ubisoft's just kind of in a weird spot, man. Really weird spot.
0: Yeah. Like, I- I feel like they have, like, a lot of different things at different, like, stages of success. Like, Assassin's Creed, fucking blowing it away right now. Yeah. But then you, and then you got Rainbow Six Siege, which is an excellent live game that they've been supporting and apparently is raking in a lot of money. But then they have other franchises like Ghost Recon and The Division that aren't necessarily hitting their targets. It's yeah, it's just they
1: they have a lot of uh, diversity of success
0: with their franchises at the moment
1: yeah it's interesting too with the division two i mean that game was very well received when it came out but didn't sell nearly as well as they wanted to or as well as the first game and then yeah i mean ghost recon was just a fucking flop uh in a way so it makes sense but the you know what i like is that they do have is that they're trying to Uh, Maybe diversify or try new things on their projects because some of some Ubisoft games can absolutely just start to feel the same. And, you know, recently they've added a lot of RPG mechanics to a lot of their open world games. And, you know, it can all kind of start to be a little overbearing. You kind of got to pick the one or two games from Ubisoft that really interest you and stick with them because if you play all of them sometimes it can be a little too much but you know then then they also had to delay like every fucking game <laughs> that they're working on so yeah
0: and I, I think some I of know. some of Ubisoft's problems come down to actually how big they are and like how many support studios, come together for each of their games I got, I've got. i got to imagine that the reason that so many of their games are similar is so that so many that the majority of their studios just know how to work on those types of things yeah
1: potentially yeah I, I dude I could not imagine the overhead that Ubisoft has <laughs> I mean they're such a hum- humongous fucking company Uh, crazy two games i thought of from ubisoft that i'm like oh yeah those games skull and bones and beyond and good Good and evil 2 Mm -hmm. yeah Um, man what the fuck happened to these games (laughs) they've become playstation 5 video games (laughs) yeah wouldn't it wouldn't shock me especially skull and bones i mean that was announced a number of years ago actually had a a time frame I think it was supposed to be like fall 2019 maybe um and they delayed it you know a a long time ago but I I'm just curious with that game like how much development trouble it is are they really retooling what that game was um maybe just
0: are they looking at Sea of
1: Thieves maybe maybe is it Um, it too long yeah
0: Good. I was going to say Go is it too long after Assassin's
1: Creed Black Flag have people forgotten that they like this maybe but then also they keep putting sailing in Assassin's Creed games so where does this game sit I don't know man I, I, that game fascinates me but then beyond good and evil too like what the fuck is going on with that game too that game just kind of went away They had people making stuff for it. God. Yeah, that is. That's (laughs) it.
0: That's a whole slimy
1: business. Yeah, yeah. And I know Michelle Ancel has not shipped a video game in a long time. Um, Like, he announced that game Wild. Where the fuck's that game? Nowhere (laughs) to be seen. Literally for five years, probably. I don't know man. I can't they, believe they it's a been lot that long. of a lot of weird projects going on. <laughs> also, what is Gods and Monsters? Like seriously, they they showed that trailer at E3 2019, gave it a February 25th release date, showed nothing about it at E3, no gameplay, nothing, and there has not been a goddamn thing about it since. What the fuck? <laughs> you know,
0: it's hard for me to give a shit. When we don't have a Child of Light two out there,
1: yeah, yeah. Why'd they stop making art games? I uh-huh. know yeah, they're not gonna, not gonna make bank on these games, but I feel like they're cool things to diversify your portfolio and have more of a uh, much more artistic side to your studio and really let people kind of flex their creativity as well. I don't know why they never came back to that. Child of Light was
0: so good. Child of Light might be one of my favorite Ubisoft games. Yeah,
1: I can see that. Ah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm curious where Ubisoft goes.
0: Yeah, I hmm. I wonder what E3 looks like for Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if they pull out E3, it's definitely just dead.
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, You know, all these delays, too. Does that affect the rumored Assassin's Creed Ragnarok? oh god or is that staying firm coming out because I feel like you don't want to launch Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed too close to each other because that would just be a whole fucking dumb EA move you Assassin's Creed, you, you've got to imagine
0: the next Assassin's Creed is a launch PS5 game
1: yeah, but I would think so it, I would think so
0: it can't come any sooner than that You would, you wouldn't want to do that like, even if you are developing it for PS4 right now and having a PS5 version, you wouldn't want to release that game before the PS5
1: is out. I, yeah. I, I just don't see it. I don't either. I know they did do that, I think, though, with Black Flag, didn't they? Uh, that, that game launched on PS3 and 360, but then they also did PS4 versions and Xbox One versions at launch of those consoles.
0: Yeah, I, okay, so maybe that happens. I guess so. Maybe. I guess but the I logic agree. in that is, hey, maybe you can sucker some people into buying two versions. But if there's backwards compatibility, why fucking bother?
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 Gosh, video games are about to get weird, man.
0: They are, and I'm I'm yeah. here for it. I am absolutely yeah. here for it. Definitely. Get as weird as you'd like. Uh, If you want to save some money, however, there's a sale going on on the PlayStation Store, the totally digital sale. I will say I had to do some modifying of their CSS to see this page correctly, because in dark mode, it is unreadable. (laughs) I'm not not sure if you have dark mode enabled right now, but... God, I I had to do some fucking... I had to do some digging to make this happen. So I'm going to scroll down to the bottom. Why don't you get it started up top?
1: Sure. Um, well, yeah, this sale goes through February 4th is when it ends. So let's see here. How about A Way Out for $17.99? That was a fun game to play.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, um, a sad game to play, What Remains of Edith Finch, is $8. Mm.
1: Do you remember the game Adrift? Adrift. Oh God, I'm tr- I'm trying to space game from oh I forget his name, but he uh, used to work at Microsoft and said some not good things around the launch of the Xbox One. They let him go, and then he made this game um, on sale for 7.99. I I, I want to look look that up.
0: All right, while you do that, I'll get a couple games out here. Unravel is $5, and Unravel 2 is $7. If you want to uh, adventure with Yarny, go ahead and do that. The Trine Trilogy is $7.50. You can play Trials of the Blood Dragon for $5.00 transistor is $5 and i believe all of the uh super giant games are on sale this we uh, are on the sale rather um let's see here thomas was alone
1: is $5 all right uh so really quick drift is from adam orf Uh, In 2013, he made some comments about uh, the Xbox One's DRM that they were going to have for the console, and he told everybody to deal with it. Huh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't sound like a thing you want someone front-facing to say.
1: Yeah, so he um, was let go. (laughs) All right. Anyways.
0: Uh if you're into fighting games, the King of Fighters 14 special anniversary edition is $36.
1: Ooh. Uh Bastion's 374, that's a really great game. Um how about some Ben 10 for $10? If you're looking forward to the sequel to
0: the or if the sequel to The Forest interested you, I, you remember that trailer? yes yeah that that was an interesting thing but the forest is on sale right now for $12 if you want to know where that is coming
1: from all right uh speaking of child of light it is on sale for four fifty.
0: play that game it is fantastic it is a, it is a great little rpg i think it's like i want to say between eight to ten hours long mm. that's
1: not bad Oh, let's see. Some Destiny stuff's on sale. Destiny 2 Forsaken is $17, and Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is $24. Stardew oh. Valley
0: is on sale for $12. I didn't realize that's only normally a $15 game. That is, oh, wow. That is a bargain at its normal price, but yeah, $12, yeah. $12 right now.
1: A cool game that I haven't played, but I've I've um, always been curious about. It's a very cool art style. Is Earth Atlantis for four fifty?
0: All right. Uh, I believe from the same developers of Valforis, Slain, Back from Hell is on sale
1: for three seventy four. All right. Oh man, there's a lot of games. Um. Ooh, here's kind of a throwback. That's a really fun game. Geometry Wars Three is five dollars. I love that game. I love me some Geometry
0: Wars. Uh, another throwback, Rogue Legacy. Tyler, you know Rogue Legacy? It's three forty right now. Three forty.
1: Wow. wow, that's pretty good. Um, let's see, Guacamelee Two is five dollars. That's an awesome game. Mm. Fucking, fucking awesome uh rounding out the super giant uh ps4 games pyre is six dollars wow that's awesome um i believe you're making a sequel to this game Hyperlight drifter is eight dollars hmm
0: all right uh the Persona 5 Persona Bundle Remember Persona 5 The Royal Is coming out here pretty soon Persona 5 Persona Bundle is $12 At the moment
1: Cool um, They are making a sequel to this game And it's a fucking Tricky one probably The Kerbal Space Program Is Ooh. on sale for $10 Ooh. <laughs> Send those Kerbal's Send- To the moon yeah.
0: Overcooked has a couple of bundles, but if you just want the
1: base game, it is 680. Cool. Oh boy, there is a heck of a lot of Life is Strange on sale. Life is Strange season one is four dollars. Uh, Before the Storm is five dollars, and the complete season of Life is Strange two is twenty dollars. That's Pretty fucking good.
0: If you want to play a game where you are a space station AI observer,
1: is nine dollars. Nice. Um, two very cool games. Um, Inside and Limbo are nine dollars. That's pretty good for those games. Night in the Woods
0: is fourteen dollars. Nice. And uh, my time at Portia, the game I would never had enough time to play, is $15.
1: Yeah, man. There's a lot of good stuff on sale. Definitely check some of the stuff out. Get a lot of cool games for very cheap.
0: Yeah, just a reminder, that is the totally digital sale. Save uh, up to 40%, it says here. I believe all of these games are at least 40% off. I believe they misworded thing here, but... Uh, the sale ends February 4th, so go out and check that... And check these uh, titles out on the PlayStation Store if you're looking to save some money on some video games. There are a few new games this week, but thankfully, there aren't that many... On this list this week. So, Tyler, please get no. us started on the new video
1: games of the week. Oh. Uh, Balthazar's Dream on PS4 and Vita Cross By. Visit a wonderfully. Peculiar, yeah, peculiar dog's dream in a heroic attempt to save his owner in this beautiful pixel art puzzle platformer. Balthazar's dreams of strange and mysterious lands <laughs> uh, filled with canine wonders. With a loud bark, Balthazar embarks on a quest to save his owner, venturing through the dreamscape with love and determination only a dog can possess. Alright, next up we have
0: Earth Knight. Earth Knight is an illustrated, procedurally generated platformer that takes place in a dystopian's future just after the dragon apocalypse. Sydney and Stanley have had enough. They've decided to skydive back down to the planet, taking out as many dragons as they can jump and dash your way across the backs of dragons on your way down to earth in a classic 2D side-scrolling action. Now, Tyler, you can skip this next game because we already read a description of it. I don't know how it released previously, but it's out on PS4 Digital this week, Soccer Tactics
1: and Glory. Yeah. I was wondering if we read this because the art looks familiar. We did, yes. We absolutely did. It's corny as hell, man. Uh Who is that man? I will not
0: speak his name because I don't... (laughs) That
1: is my distaste. Okay. All right. Well, next up is Foxyland 2 on PS4 and Vita. Cross by. After a peaceful day looking for cherries, Foxy's children were kidnapped by the mean wolf brothers. Now it's up to Foxy and Jenny to rescue their children. Jump, leap, and walk Wall, well, jump leap and wall kick to bypass enemies in order to reach the end of the stage to rescue foxy's puppers across the island hmm. i think this is one of those like easy platinum sort of things hmm. okay Who knows
0: is there a foxy land maybe one. i think
1: there is yes Huh.
0: okay Tyler, I know you are excited for this next chapter in Kingdom Hearts. In Kingdom Hearts 3, Remind. Tyler, you've got be excited, please. Kingdom Hearts 3 tells a story of the power of friendship as Sora and his friends embark on a perilous adventure. Stop me if any of this is wrong. Remind the other tale that unfolded during the climax of Kingdom Hearts 3. Through experiencing the personal battles of the Seven Guardians of Light, Sora is about to discover truths he has never before imagined. Tyler,
1: tell me about the Seven Guardians of Light. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I feel like it, but I think I know where I think I know what they're talking about in terms of kind of when this takes place in the story yeah i don't know man i don't know we'll see uh Lumen, lumini ps4 a long forgotten species a hostile planet in a journey of discovery welcome to the world of lumini only the lum or, or is it lumini maybe uh, i don't know only lumini themselves can restore balance to their home world and help revive their long dormant race in this relaxing flow style adventure before adapting to preserve the future for generations to come Hmm.
0: we have a playstation vr game releasing this week called shadow legend vr Shadow Legend is an action-adventure game exclusively designed for virtual reality, where you play as the Grand Master of the Knights Templar in a story-driven medieval crusade, freely explore densely-filled worlds, and use your sword, bow, and magic skills to save your kingdom from the destruction of Lord Adaroth.
1: And the last game this week is War Theater, Blood of Winter on PS4. From the developers of War Theater comes the next series installment, Blood of Winter. In this free-to-start, turn-based strategy RPG, return to Cassily, where the endless war continues to rage and powerful new forces converge to determine the fate of the country all right hey okay. tell you can me also watch dr sleep Ooh. which is cool awesome i like that movie
0: tell me What's about it- the bad boys for life soundtrack
1: tyler you know it's pretty fucking good okay dumb movie you
0: heard it that's a review <laughs> <laughs> dumb movie good soundtrack yeah. Tyler, 2020.
1: <laughs> yes. All Bad right. Boys is such a stupid fucking franchise, but I like it. Hmm. hmm.
0: Speaking of stupid fucking franchises, I watched that uh, Star Wars movie, uh, <laughs> Last Jedi. Okay. It's okay. It doesn't deserve the fucking whatever the fuck Star Wars fans thought it was going to be. Like, I, you know what? Fuck you fuck all of you this game this movie's okay it's all right i like i agree i liked it enough i feel like there were some slow parts especially like the whole fucking hmm, poe dameron poe hmm, you know what who's that lady that was put in charge of the fucking rebel fleet whatever the fuck Whatever uh, whatever Lauren Dern's
1: character yeah
0: whatever the fuck that is yeah. like yo you know, you know yep. what trust your people a little bit more right trust your people to know the fucking plan maybe they won't do stupid shit that compromises the plan right that's the only yeah. real uh. criticism I have of that plot it's
1: it's it's fine. I feel like that movie starts with a lot of momentum and then just kind of gets into a slog a little bit, but then ends pretty well. Uh, I I like that final battle. I think it's visually pretty fucking cool. Um, Also, seeing that movie the first time in theaters when there's some things with ships that are kind of warping through other ships. Man, that was fucking sweet in the theater. Yeah, just I will, the, the mm, silence was awesome.
0: I will say logistically, if you were going to sacrifice your support ships, you should have just trans you should have unloaded the fuel onto your main ship and just gotten everyone on that main ship with extra fuel and extra time. I I'm just saying maybe the leadership in in, in that in that in hmm yeah. There could have been better decisions made. <laughs> True. I will say the Skywalkers just, you know what, pretending to be heroes. Skywalkers aren't heroes. Fuck the
1: Skywalkers. But they stopped the empire. How are they not heroes? <laughs> Anakin didn't stop the empire. No but Luke and Leia did
0: yeah they didn't finish the job oh okay
1: they thought they did
0: also that. fucking Snoke the most fucking lame ass fucking thing ever dude just gets
1: cut in half yeah I, I'm not gonna say too much
0: okay all right. I guess I have to watch that other fucking movie that's out now, that Rise yeah, of Skywalker. There's,
1: some, there's how, some things, man. How can they name a,
0: How can they name a movie Rise of Skywalker when allegedly the last Skywalker's dead? Unless that's not the I last Skywalker. Unless they're just spoiling the fucking whole thing with the title of a movie.
1: I don't know, man. I guess you'll have to watch and find out. I guess so. I don't know. Star Wars,
0: a dumb fucking franchise. There are things to like about it, but overall, I think it's a really dumb fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. That's my review of Star Wars, the franchise. It's dumb, but there are things to like about it. Yeah. I think that's the show for this week, unless you had anything else. No, that's all I got. Alrighty. Uh, well, there might be changes happening in the near future. I think next week's episode should be a normal episode, barring any irregularities. Uh, but yeah, we we've got a. This might end up being a weekend show, so look forward to maybe changing your schedule of listening. Uh, because sometimes schedules get tricky. Yes. Uh, But if you need to email us any questions, concerns, comments, whatever you need to whatever you need to get off your chest you do that at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Definitely don't email my personal Twitter with your shady ass sponsorship opportunities, Tyler. That happened. I didn't tell you about it, but there was no. some there's some shady venture capitalists who want to advertise on our podcast, and I, you know what? They can fuck off.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm open to advertising, but not if it's shady. Fuck that. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me. You can do that via Twitter, not
0: my email, via my Twitter. Contact me there at the Arctic sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. I don't know how the fuck they got my personal Twitter. I mean my personal yeah, that's email.
1: Weird. Like Yeah, it's weird.
0: They were clearly emailing about the podcast, not to the podcast email. That was red flag number 1. Red flag number 2 was venture capitalist being in the fucking if you want to know what the effects of venture capitalists are, go look at Gawker Media and what's happened over there with Deadspin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh well. Rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. It helps. Share us with your friends. That helps even more. Uh, until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Toss a coin to your witcher. The witchers are unionized, just so y'all know.